Hey, fanboy nation. This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching fanboy. 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 A fanboy, etc. Fanboy nation. Dot. I assume Tom. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with two of the stars of the boys, Mother's Milk himself, Laz Alonzo, and Billy Butcher. Well, the badass that dresses like a low-level Russian mobster in the first episode, Carl Urban. How are you guys? <laughs> uh, I'm very well, thank you, Robert. How are you? I'm great. And uh, season two is a slow burn. You know, season one hit hard and fast, uh, but the first three episodes were building up Karen's character of the female. We're starting to see more of her and her personality. She's got great facial expressions and amazing, excuse me, amazing body language on camera as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, Karen really impressed me in watching her whole body of work in season two. I mean, literally, she probably has the hardest job uh, on uh, on our team having to emote constantly with just, you know, her face. And uh, and I was really blown away by a lot of moments. And wait till you see what comes next. Uh, it's It's really, you know, heart, heart, it pulls on your heartstrings. You know, um, I, I, when, uh, last year when the, when the series premiered and we were at San Diego Comic Con, no one believed me that, uh, I have every issue of the boys. And just as proof, the first six issues from the Wild Storm, Wild Storm run, um, you know, I told everybody that, uh, when Garth wrote the series, that, uh, it was beyond R rated. So if you've read the series, the TV show is about a PG in comparison, but if you haven't, it's a hard R. It's still a hard R. You guys seem to be having fun. Uh, what's it like revisiting these characters for a second season? Um, you know, coming back for season two uh, was uh, exciting because, you know, unlike season one, um, season two has dropped. Uh, the show is an incredible hit. And, you know, the challenge was to uh you know not only pick up the reins and and uh, and keep driving forward but to do it even better than we did in season 1 and eric kripke pulled us aside and talked to us all and said listen you know it would be a mistake to try and go uh bigger and more flashy and have more special effects what we're going to do is is dive deeper we're going to get into these characters we're going to rip the thing that's most precious about these characters or the thing that they most love we're going to rip it away from them and see how they fare and um you know right across the board the uh the stakes are raised the tension the drama is all raised uh, and, and Eric, uh, totally achieved what he set out to achieve. But then also, as we discovered, the action actually got dialed up significantly, uh, from season one. Like season two of the boys is like season one, uh, uh, with multiple injections of compound V. So, uh, I can't, we can't wait for this to drop. Yeah. Uh, what I love about Laz's character, Mother's Milk, is that he's always playing with dollhouses. Like, that that's his big thing, is putting them together. Like, my cousin, uh, since he was 15 years old to this day, still puts together model airplanes. So, like, have you become a guy that puts models together yourself in your off time, Laz? You know, you're going to uh, – definitely not in my off time. Uh, but uh, you're going to kind of find out what he was doing with that dollhouse. I mean, in, in – in the beginning, you know, you see it as a form of kind of a Zen Buddhism seeking of therapy. 
you know, and in many ways that dollhouse becomes symbolic of regardless of where he is currently physically in his mind, you know, he's there with his family and, uh, and, and you see what ends up, how that ties into where they go from there. So it, it was a really cool thing that, that Eric Kripke kind of threw in there as uh, giving mother's milk some business to do that's still very much uh, the opposite of what you would expect him to do. And uh, I, I guess though that, um, you know, your, your hobby of, of making candles w- would have helped, um, you know, inform how you approach the, the model making aspect of your character. Um, you know, uh, it's such intricate, fine work and obviously so meticulous. Um, yeah. did you find that a benefit? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, as a candlestick maker, um, uh, a newly candlestick maker, uh, hmm. I, I, I just, uh, as you said, it, it takes patience, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen, you know, immediately. It takes time, yeah. you know, for the wax to heal and, and melt and harden. And, but the end result is, is the, the, what you have at the end, you know, yeah. that, that's what, what, what you look for. Oh, no, no, most definitely. It's always, you know, and, and I agree. And you can use this analogy for, you know, anything creative, you know, when you can stand back at the end of the day and appreciate the, the work that you've erected, it, it's, um, you know, that, that's the satisfaction. And I, and particularly with working on a show like the boys is it, that it's a collaboration, you know, it takes two or three or in our case, uh, you know, right. five of the boys to, to tango. So, yeah. Um, we, we spoke with uh, Jack last year about how since his mom's Meg Ryan was America's sweetheart for the longest time, what she thought when he took on the the role of Huey. When you guys saw the script in comparison to the comics, was this instantaneously, oh, my God, I got to do this, and I can't wait for season two? Or was there any, like, apprehension of, like, this might go a little too dark? Uh, You know, for me, uh, very early, when I first read the script for the pilot for season one, uh, I was immediately drawn into the character of Billy Butcher and the quality of the writing. And I knew that it was something that was unique and special. I knew that it was something unlike anything else on, on television. Uh, and I knew that, that this was a show that, you know, was going to be talked about, um, if for nothing else for what it dared to do. And, and to me, it's a, it, it struck me as a particularly smart piece of material because on, on the surface, it's this irreverent fun show about, you know, a flawed group of characters, a flawed group of superheroes and a flawed group of vigilantes who are fighting them. But beneath that, there is also very, um, poignant comment on a variety of social topic from the abuse of celebrity power to our preoccupation with, uh, social media to sexual harassment in the workplace, you know, in season two is no different. You know, we get to explore thematically, uh, themes like, uh, you know, white supremacy, racism, you know, uh, corporate, uh, greed and, um, it's uh, it's just wonderful to have the opportunity to uh, to 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 be on such a, a smart show. Um, I know with Ralph Macchio when he filmed the Karate Kid, they kept him away from the Cobra Kai cast. Initially, was there a separation between the Seven and the boys to keep the tension between the two camps? 
You know, uh, I don't think there was any concerted effort by anyone, but I do feel like because at least in season one, we spent so much time together, just the boys. I mean, we really never dealt with, uh, the soups, uh, as a unit, um, until, I mean, not even the season finale. Uh, you know, A-Train was really, A-Train and Starlight were the two soups that the majority of us as a group really ever came in contact with. So, uh, naturally we built our own kind of family. We built our own, uh, uh, language within us, our own jokes. You know, Carl and Tomer have this ongoing battle of, uh, uh, backgammon on set that, you know, it's, 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 obsessive almost to a degree and and uh you know we're all kind of fans you know we we participate just by sitting around and watching them sometimes i don't even know what the hell they're doing but you know it's just part of the family what what we do so i don't think we intentionally do that but we do have our own thing it's it's almost like a cast within a cast uh guys we're running out of time so i'm gonna leave you with these two thoughts carl since you're from new zealand and anthony is from uh, Australia, was there any rivalry between the two? And of all the soups that if you got to face one-on-one as Mother's Milk or as Billy Butcher, who would it be from the seven that you'd really want to take it to? Wow. Um, uh, a rivalry, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, as an Australian, um, the Anthony Starr is descended from a criminal, and yeah, the apple never falls far from the tree. Um but, uh, no, let me just say this. I think that there is a healthy degree of competition throughout this cast. Uh, I don't think it's unhealthy at all. I think we all push each other to, um, be the best we can, we can be. And, and if we can steal a scene and improve the show, you know, then I've encouraged everybody to do that, you know, uh, um, you know, and certainly we're blessed with the fact that we have such a collaborative spirit in the form of Eric Kripke, uh, who's just an absolute mensch, and we couldn't have asked for a, a better captain of the ship. Um, you know, and uh, going forward, we're, we're we're super excited for um, the Boys season two to premiere on September the fourth on Amazon Prime Video, and uh, we would be blessed to uh, to come back for multiple seasons uh, beyond season three. So. Yeah, watch the space. Perfect. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Hopefully we'll see you next July for season three at San Diego Comic-Con and then for a season four and hopefully a Hero Gasm spinoff because that series was definitely out there. Thank you so much. Again, this September, The Boys season two drops on Amazon Prime. Take care, gentlemen. Thank you, man. Thank you.